It's the Playhouse Podcast with Kat and JJ. On demand, even if you're on the can. Dude, come on. Imagine being 95 and weighing the same as you did when you were 12 years old. Who's been able to pull this off? You're going to find out a little bit later on in the podcast. Here we go. You walked outside. uh, Maybe today you didn't notice it, but yesterday for sure. You walk outside and it looked like November instead of January because usually we don't get this much frost because usually it's not that much, you know, there's not that much heat and everything, the frost lines are coming up out of the ground. There's, I don't think I have snow in my front yard anymore. After this week, none of us will have any snow. But when you walked outside yesterday and you looked out and you saw that beautiful crystal white stuff on the trees, the frost, do you know what that's really called? I don't. What is it? My wife did a while, even when it was warmer out. My wife and I got in our my truck we drove out to Spusser, uh, went to the cabin for a while, came back, and there was still in the areas, like, there was so much sun. And then when we got back through, like, Cold Spring, everything started kind of clouding and fogging back up and stuff because of the river. And I had never heard this before. I've been on this planet a long time. Yes. And I'm, I'm, I would say, easily the smartest person I know. Hmm. And I did not know that it's called... Horse frost. <laughs> it is. is, I swear to God. And I, my wife said this, and she goes, that is beautiful horse frost. And I go, you watch your mouth. You're only bringing this up because I can't do any of your mom jokes to you. This but you can is, do them to me. It's called horse frost. That's- and I said, wait, what? <laughs> I go, like a slutty girl? Ah. And she goes, no, that's how it's pronounced. How is it but spelled? It's H-O-A-R-S. Whores, Whores frost. Okay. And I went, you got to be, I have never once, in, and I've lived here almost my entire life. I have never once, if you Google whores frost, <sighs> it'll, H-O-A-R-S, frost. Something else is going to pop No, 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 All look right. it, it's the frost. Oh, wow. And Rick, Rick texted in, he goes, we call them slutty oh, trees because yeah. it's whore frost. Oh, that's real nice, Rick. We got to work this morning. And all of a sudden, Kat's like, urine's over, urinal's overflowing, urinal's <laughs> overflowing. So we have down here where we work, we have in the guy's bathroom, there's a pooper, a stall, and then a urinal. And it wasn't me. And there's only one other guy that was working here at and the time. He, he was like, couldn't have cared less that the bottom level of building was going to flood. Yeah, the whole men's bathroom was completely an inch of water everywhere. Yeah. And it was starting to spill it into the, the hallway when Kat noticed it. And so I got in there, I got the water shut off, and then now nobody can pee here. And I'm like, what do I, because I'm already yeah. doing kind of a potty dance from this morning, having a couple cups of coffee. Quite certain he would have just walked over the water and left to his car. <laughs> And that's sad to work with people so, like that. I was like, I'm like, um, okay, you know, who's up? It's, uh, you know, five o'clock in the morning. Who's going to yeah. clean up all this uh, potty water? So that's the way our day started today. All right. So I showed you the picture of this waterfront private beach. During commercial breaks home. and music on our program, Kat sits here surfing for her next home. Now, the thing is, I can I can see beauty. You know, I can see what I want. The three bedroom. Turn it down. The three bedroom, one bath home. Never gonna work. I could do it. Never. I could make it work. It's pretty. It is so as, beautiful inside. As pretty as your husband and child have become. How could it? Ever, like I get you. You don't try very often, but 
Imagine. I'm not even going to argue with you. <laughs> Imagine the older Leo gets and the prettier he gets. I know. And having to try and shuffle bathroom time between him and your beautiful husband. This property is just stupid amazing. And to just add, to say no as quickly as Derek did to the fact that there was just one bathroom. And then I found one. And I think you'd like this one. It's a it's a three bedroom, two bathroom. Okay. Please tell me what would be wrong with that. Nothing. We you would guys, literally you have, have three own, people. You don't even need three bedrooms. I know this. And it makes me so sad. It's like. Not all of us have ever needed to go to the bathroom at the same time. Liam would have own bathroom. I mean, he's saying no so quickly that it it's almost to spite me. Like, look at this property. Just scroll down. How gorgeous is that? And I guess I've never lived in a house with less than three bathrooms. So I don't know what that would be about. Don't go through my pictures. A lot of prop. I'm not. It's a lot of property for you guys, though. <laughs> like you're not property people. Um, well, that's what he said too. He just said there are just there's so many brown spots on the grass. It's like you can take <laughs> you can take care of it. This I'm telling you, the stuff that he was nitpicking about. I'm like, this is a waterfront property for an amount that we could probably afford if we sold our house right now. And I'm just trying to tell him, you know, some people have more members in their family and live with less bathrooms. Well, and that's why I wanted to bring Haley on the show because we're at a situation we're finding out when, as soon as I said that about your one bedroom. Yeah, I would, she, I would like to know a family. She said it's even been worse with her family. So tell us how this was. Okay, so when I was growing up, it was me and I had nine brothers and sisters. Oh, Ooh. my God. Yeah, there were 10 of us and plus my two parents. Plus we had a cousin living with us. Oh, my God. And Jesus. It was an old house and it had one bathroom. So what we did is we had a schedule on the door and everyone kind of had a time slot. So if you needed to use the bathroom during the time slot, you would have to ask that person if it was okay if you use the bathroom real quick during their time slot. Wow. This is but, so fascinating. And, you know, the boys, if they had to go pee, they just kind of went outside. Yeah. <laughs> so what if you had to take a poop and it wasn't your time? Like, how do you, what do you do? She said you had to ask somebody like, oh, please, sir, can I poop? Yes, pretty much. Mornings had to be chaos then too, right? Or did you have to get up like super early to avoid everyone else? Maybe showering the night before. So here's the thing, though. If you were, like, under the age of six, then you all had to shower together. Oh, like my Like, my mom God. had a timer. What? She was in there, and she was like, y'all help each other, scrub your back, wash your hair, Ugh. and everybody rinse off and get out. It was so—my mom had efficiency down. Didn't matter if you were a boy or a girl. You had to shower together if you were six or under. Yep. Can you help me? people's problems you've got some issues our listeners have become amazing therapists so bring them to the radio like my man david did over here we got his text we followed up a little bit and we said this is going to be perfect for some opps so let's start from the very beginning we got family involved right all right so my wife has this uncle he's the loveliest guy ever he's yeah. got these giant tractors they are the ugliest things you've ever seen <laughs> okay. they've been on our property uh for about four months and he's had trouble locking down his own property we, we've been storing them i mean the first couple weeks i'm happy to do it 
the the he he was supposed to be in his place really early. How do you convince somebody, especially when they're family, to move their junk? These are the ugliest tractors you've ever seen. <laughs> I, I know that my mom allowed my great-grandfather, so her grandpa Gilbert, he had this amazing, like, old classic car, and we had it in our, like, side of our yard for, I'd say, a half a decade. Oh. It was such an eyesore, but she just always felt bad about telling him he had to find a place to store it. Um, I, I think a lot of people do favors for people and store things like uh, equipment for stuff or, like, I don't know, spillover from moving and that's a weird conversation to have. Like you allowed them to, and now you you're just not him. comfortable to say, "Hey, come get your crap." I, I mean, he, he's family. He's a lovely guy. It started out. You were going to do this favor. He's supposed to be in his place. Also, I mean, these they're tractors. <laughs> yeah, they're two ugly, horrible, hideous tractors. Um, and I mean, at some point, the conversation has to be had. You know, where is your place and when are you coming for your tractors to get them off our property? And if I had to bet, you probably thought you'd never have uttered those words in your entire life. But I'm glad that uh, that you're coming to us because I, it, what I love about this part of our show is that more times than not, somebody has been in this situation and they're able to offer yep. some pretty decent advice. So what we usually do is I'm right. going to put you on hold. You'll hear what everybody else has to say and hopefully one of these will resonate for you. Okay. Great. I just have to ask you a question. One of my cousins is investing in her own eyelash extension shop. So what she did was she posted it on our family page where we go and post any like so-and-so's pregnant or it's so-and-so's birthday. Here are details for our page for big that? reunion. Yes, we do. We all keep up with each other. But she said, hey, guys, wondering if you would want to invest. But she privately reached out to my sister who is making a very good living for herself. And she was like, hey, would you like to be a silent partner? And I'll slowly pay you back as time goes on. The thing is, I don't know how much these lash places are making. I would say working out of your home or being one of those like I'll come to you lash extension people would be more lucrative than to open up your own brick and mortar which is what she wants to do. I don't know if I've walked by a ton that are full. I've had uh, one guy I played ball with in college, another guy that I was a friend with in college over the years that have caught up with me yeah. and said, I'm, I'm starting my own business. I've been working for the man too long, yeah. and now I'm starting my own business, something you'd be interested in investing in. Mm. And I immediately go, I don't invest with people I know. I just, that's yeah. my policy. I just, I just don't, because you get caught up in emotion. If, if you were going to, if you were going to start a business, like, remember your cereal thought, you're going to have a, 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 a shop that only does cereals right. and you could walk by and you could pour yourself a bowl of cereal and cat would have ice cold milk there. And it and was it be, not a horrible right, idea. It was the worst idea I'd ever heard. It wasn't. But if you were to do that, if you were like, I'm leaving the show to start my cereal business, mm -hmm. but I need an investor, <laughs> you have $10,000. I would feel almost obligated because of all the time we spent together to invest in your business before it craps. Yeah. But how would you say no? That's the hard part. Yeah. How could you say no to somebody that's especially a family member and they want some money to start their dream business? I think the best part is for my sister is that our cousin does not live in state, which is a big plus because then you wouldn't have an opportunity to run into her too much. 
but I just don't want her to lose her money, you know? I, I want to open this up for conversation real quick because Joe Online 2 says he's already lost thousands to a family member. No, Steve. So I want to get him on the line. And then yours as well. Did you ever invest in a family kind of business? Your best friend, your cousin, somebody was starting this business. And, and maybe, maybe it went well. Maybe you're like, hey, I'm happy I did. I'm going to retire early. What's the story? You decided to invest in a business with maybe a family member. How did it go? Finding out that Kat's cousin is going to start up uh, one of these eyelash businesses. Is that all she does is just the eyelashes? So she was an esthetician for like 10 years now. And then I don't know if she sees a spot in the market. But listen, I get a lot of stuff done and I see a lot of vendors that open up stores like this. And I don't know if it's I feel like it has to be part of a. An entity, like a salon. How many lashes do you got to put on a human to make the rent? I just don't know if it, like she wants to get a spot. And I don't know if I've ever seen these super full. I know they're by appointment, but all I've ever known when it comes to eyelash extensions, like Mantra down the street, they have a person, but they also have a salon. So you go in and you book with it. Right. So I just told my sister, I'm like, I would probably say, I believe in you. But <laughs> I will go get my lashes done. But the thing is, she doesn't even live in the state. So um, it got I, us talking about the uh, if you ever invested with family members or worked with family. Me- I mean, I went with my cousin uh, as a realtor and it did not turn out well. You know, I don't think you should work with family, to be honest. Joe, we've lost how much into whom? I'm excited to hear about this. I invested uh, 15 grand and uh, this company my cousin wanted to start up. Okay. Uh, something with voiceovers. And he was saying that, you know, I should start to see returns by now. And this was over a year ago. And wow. now nothing. 15000 is a lot of money. So he needed, I assume, because we're in radio, we know how much equipment costs. It's a pretty penny. So that's probably where your money went. But why have you tried to get hold of him? Several times, I'm sure. He he won't he won't reach. I've emails, calls, nothing, and you know, giving him all this money, he's operating you know out of his place. Like it's not like he went and got an office or did anything. Like so, sure. Again, I don't really know where this went. Is this the first time you've made this kind of an investment? Um, yeah, because I well, because it's family, so I I felt like more comfortable yeah. doing that. This is so weird that he won't return your calls. Like immediately I'm going, well, he took that money and he split. But I, I, I want to have faith in people that they wouldn't screw over their only family or their, their family like this. But it, this feels really, really like, hey, you're not getting your money back. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I probably should have. I, 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 he, he used to steal when we played Monopoly even. So uh-huh. he's not necessarily the, Telltale signs the best back reputation in the, day. in the family. Yeah. But he's still family, so I, I thought maybe this would be different. So what's the next move? Are you going to lawyer up here, or uh, are you going to call your aunt? Or I mean, like, well, what do you do next? Do you sue family? Is that like, is that a you know standard protocol on this? It seems like I think you have every right to get your money jump. back. Sometimes you just can't control what family does, and this is a lot of money. This yeah, 15, fifteen grand 000. is a lot of money, man. Yeah. Glad you're enjoying the podcast, but remember on the live show tomorrow morning, we've got a lot going on. $2,000 cash for you at 640.
Pitbull Enrique Ricky Martin tickets at 7.20 and a chance for you to win a tattoo at 8.20 tomorrow. So a lot of reasons to get up with the live show Tuesday. Let's get you back into the podcast now. Bingo! How fun! Last week, someone lost an eye at Bingo. Bingo! Bingo what Bingo? Bingo! Bingo! Reason number one I love listener bingo is because we always get an amazing story from someone like you. So don't call quite yet, but we're going to take the first person who gets through that has an amazing story because there's somebody listening who... He did not make time to watch this yet, The Greatest Night in Pop, where they have the behind the scenes of... The recording of We Are the World. I which just saw had, it pop up today on my Netflix, so I'm going to try and get to it this week. Yeah, it looks so good, so we're excited to watch it. But here's like a, a little clip of who asked for an autograph first. Diana walks up to Daryl Hall Diana Ross. with yep. her music in her hands and says, Daryl, I'm your biggest fan. Would you sign my music for me? Aww. And we all looked around and said, holy moly. As soon as she did it, it just started happening all over the room. So she was the first person because they're, they're like, who's the first person that's going to admit that they're not the best in the room type of thing? But she was like, was I'm humble Diana enough. Ross. It was clearly Diana Ross because she asked for the autograph she first. She clearly was probably the best in the room. I would think so. Yeah. Well, Michael was in the room, yeah, so maybe not. But um, biggest autograph from somebody that you have. Okay, so you're somebody listening who's got a, a really amazing autograph. Massive. Like, and you don't have to explain who the person is to us. Like, we'll just know. We just want to know the story of how you got it. Yeah. Uh, mine's going to be anyone listening who is currently dealing with critter issues. Uh, Trish and I went out to our cabin yesterday, and, and we lock it up for the summer or the winter. We blow out the, the water lines, and our biggest concern is walking in and noticing that, you know, nine different creatures have decided to yep. make it their home for the winter. But thankfully, uh, closed it up right and don't have any critters in there. But I do empathize and sympathize with anyone who is dealing with a critter situation right now. You got mice. Oh. You got raccoons uh, harvest. Uh, how about this? This is the time of the year, too, where all of a sudden somebody will be like, my cat is afraid to go outside or my dog won't go outside. And you realize that you've got a small black bear living under your porch. Oh, yeah. Tammy, who gets the bingo, cat or myself? I would say cat. Okay, okay, so you got a really, really cool autograph you need to know about. Okay. So <laughs> I used to work with a lot of firm, And at this firm, we would often go to different political events. Well, I was able to go to an event for Hillary Clinton, and I sat at the table with President Bill Clinton. He was former president at the time. Yeah. So um, at the end, you get to take pictures, right? So my boss said, what did Bill say to you when um, you took a picture with him? I said, he didn't say anything. He grabbed my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Was he a pretty decent guy, nice guy? Oh, he was a very nice guy. I mean, I'm someone who got a college degree after 30. I had kids when I was a teenager, and I sat at the table, and we actually had a conversation about tribes because he had just come back from Africa. Okay. Interesting. What do you smell like? Old man musk. Um, Powerful. Really? He was so dark at first, but it just had that aura. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, most leaders do, right? They've got something that's like an indistinguishable quality. I've uh, never heard anybody describe someone as smelling that way as an adjective. How long ago was this, Tammy? Oh, gosh. It had to be 2000. Okay. It was when Hillary first ran uh, senator. Gotcha. And uh, do do me this. Uh, I'm just saying this as uh, the, the guy was obviously a pretty attractive dude. Why would you know, anyone say that? No, don't you think Bill Clinton was a good-looking Bill guy when Clinton he was younger? Bill Clinton has never been attractive. Was he attractive ever? a little bit? If you didn't know that his wife was running for president, would he have been like, "Dang, he's not bad looking"? Maybe that powerful aura would be attractive. No, I. He would. She didn't turn me on at all, but that's yeah. not my type. Really? What's your type? 
Um, I'm usually the boss, so he couldn't be the president. Dang, look at Tammy <laughs> over here. I like that. I got to look up a young Bill Clinton because... Take control. Thanks, Tammy. I hope you have a great morning. Appreciate your story. Um, I don't know. Take care. You don't, you don't think at one point Bill Clinton was a good-looking dude, like when he was okay. first president? When he well, was like on Arsenio Hall? Black and white, here he is meeting... Robert Kennedy. Well, that was in the 60s, right? Yeah, so that that is the only time that I'll say that he was... Like, right there, he's not a kind of... Are a, you kidding me? Really? I, well, I'm not... I don't want to hook up with him. I'm just saying, I, I think... sick. The only reason why people probably did fawn over him was the way that he delivers things. It is... He can capture an audience. He is charming, but it's not an attractive... When person. he was doing... And he had his sunglasses on. He was blowing the saxophone on Arsenio Hall and talking about smoking weed. Like, you didn't, that was not an attractive moment for him. If I had to pick attractive presidents, Kennedy. Sure. Um, Barack Obama, I sure. thought, had it for when he sure. Was when he first started. When he first started. Well, he was, he, but I, I like salt and pepper. You know, I do. quick. But I'd have to say those. Okay. And Bush Jr. See, this is where you're Bush starting Jr. to get weird on us now. Now it's getting weird. Had it a little bit. But only when he was like George dodging Bush? those shoes, you know, like George W. <laughs> yes, oddly attractive. Okay, let's do this real quick. John Adams, folks. <laughs> I loved Garfield; <laughs> he was the best. Uh, do this, sexiest president. Text us real quick who you believe was the all-time sexiest president. They're saying Franklin Pierce was the all-time sexiest president ever. What made him so sexy? Okay, I'm looking. Are you looking at the now? Are there even pictures? Well, he's so this old. is a this it's is a, a watercolor well, it's a painting. Portrait, right? Yeah. There's never even pictures of this guy. Probably. And then they said James K. Polk was the second, and then Kennedy was at third. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt, younger. I could see that. He's he's a good looking man. Sexiest president. You should text yours right now because this is apparently the tangent we're on this morning. <laughs> My <laughs> man Ulysses at number five. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Look I believe you, that. You roll it up in the number five spot. Ulysses. <laughs> <laughs> So I would love for you to start dialing if, only if, you are 95 mm-hmm. and you weigh the same as you did when you were 12. It's the only reason That's why I waited. Oh, Is that your grandma? Oh my God, it was the funniest conversation. But it was like funny and sad at the same time because she was like, uh, I go, Grandma, you're looking great. She had her cute little jeans on. She's always put together, nails done, hair done. And uh, she goes, you know. I weigh the same as I did when I was 12 years old. I was like, geez, Louise, really? And she goes, I don't have much of an appetite, but it's weird because I know I weigh the same because I found my World War II ration book where they had to write down what they were everything eating? they ate. My brother is sitting there. <laughs> he helped me clean a little what bit yesterday. What a sadistic thing. He was like laughing about it. I go, Michael, that was probably one of the most traumatic times in human history. And you are laughing. And I said, that's, you got to hold on to that book. That is incredible that you found that. Like they would count the noodles and then you'd have to send the rest to the soldiers. It, how crazy is that? And she, it's a ledger. And she had to write every single day, four scoops of porridge and then send the rest to the, the troop. That is such a different world. I mean, it's wild. And I started thinking, I was just like, I know we've talked about it before, but I I think maybe I was one of the last generations that had that crazy parentless life where you could roam around the town and not be worried, you know, or check in or anything like that. Our my kids generation is going to be so boring. 
so boring. I think about 12 years old, what I weighed. Yeah. I would have to lose probably at least 100 pounds. Yeah. You would have to cut me in half. <laughs> she weighs what she did when she was 12, and she's how old now? She's 95. 95. She's kept the weight off but, for 83 years. So her house is spotless. So when we go over to clean, it's very minimal, but, you know, it makes a difference to her. But we, and and then you still see it in her mind because my grandpa, he was full and she was like, keep eating, keep eating. And he goes, but I'm full. And she was like, <laughs> but, and then so Michael grabbed his plate and she grabbed my brother's arm like this. And she goes, that does not go in the garbage. Oh, she, so she wanted us anything. to pack it up. And I already had just a ton of noodles because I like to make them extra food. So they just heat it up. And he's like, I'm going to throw this away. There was like crumbs all over it. And, you know, she's from that school stuff that fell out of the you mouth. You only get so much. So you're going to have to keep eating it. It was, it was weird to, to hear how their life was. Well, I will never, ever be able to emotionally grasp that. That's fun. And emotionally fun to look into. Yeah. Also fun this weekend is when my smart ass sister sends me this text message with this picture saying, thinking of you with a heart. What would it be? Maybe something nostalgic of my parents that she has in her room. You know, yeah. my mom's piano that she still plays. Was it a hostess Twinkie? It was <laughs> a box of little Debbie Swiss cake she rolls. She was blowing up my yeah. messenger too. I think she was getting after it this weekend. Yeah, she, she sent me um, a video of a kid stealing a car when he was 13. Was it you? And Is I said, why? no, I said, oh. LOL. I said, that's very sad that that's my legacy in your mind. And then she said, someone's got to hold the title. But yeah, I think maybe some wine. She was, uh, yeah, she was getting after it and then decided, <laughs> oh, hey, remember when you were a super fat kid? Let's yeah. go back to that memory. Great. Thanks. 